Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In the episode today, I'm joined by international speaker, entrepreneur and multi-millionaire, Regan Hillier. And Regan and I are going to be talking all about finding and living your passion. We're going to be discussing why this is important, what can get in the way of us finding and living our passion, how we can become more effective at it, and most importantly, how we can get others to buy into it as well. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Regan, hello, how are you? Hi, Chris, I'm awesome. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Great to be here. Uh, Regan, for those that aren't familiar, um, it would be great for you to share, in a nutshell, I suppose, a bit more about who you are. Absolutely. Well, I'm a speaker, a coach, an entrepreneur, and um, my genius really is helping people um, create their vision of um, a totally extraordinary life, you know, really disrupting what whatever they think to be normal right now and allowing them to fully create the life and the business of their dreams. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, having come across your profile initially on Instagram and then sort of reading further about you, it'd be great to delve into a bit more about your story later on. Awesome. Yeah, we can do that. So the topic for today is all around passion. You know, how do you find, how do you live your passion? I think it's one of those words uh, that's thrown around a lot in mm-hmm. everyday life, particularly even more in this day and age. And I think it's one of those things that people quite take for granted. So I just want to seek some clarification, I suppose. And I thought, you know, having seen um, what you're focusing on, some of the stuff that you're talking about, I thought it'd be great for us to to explore that a little bit. So so why do you think it's important, first of all, for someone to find something they're passionate about? I really believe it's everything because at the end of the day, passion is a direct link to our happiness and our joy in our life. And if, if we're not living into our passions and we're not living to the full extent which we get to be happy every single day, then ultimately we end up creating a life and a future that we're not madly in love with. And this is why you see so many people that might create a whole lot of success or a whole lot of money, but they end up hating their reality because they're disconnected from their passion and ultimately they're disconnected from their soul's joy. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, that piece there around um, giving you a greater purpose, really, and, and most importantly, able to enjoy life. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are probably on the outside of things, particularly in the social media day and age, look like they're happy, but they're not living their passion and probably aren't as happy as they could be. Whereas some people base it on money. It's actually uh, goes beyond that a lot more, I think. Exactly, exactly. And for me, if it's you can if you can wake up in the morning and really feel excited about the day ahead and really feel like, yes, this is fueling my passion and this is fueling my will to live, you know, then that's a really great place to be in. And you're right, you know, there's so many people um, walking around with masks and, you know, just posting a perfect photo on, on Instagram or something like that. But, but deep down, they're, they're disconnected to their soul's truth and their ultimate passion. And yeah, it can be a really painful place to it in Mm. and you talk about that that pain i think you know having a passion when you do find it or able to find one why it's important is that it helps you through the hard times because of course what we're not talking about here is necessarily just uh, having a business that you're passionate about or your own company but it could be something like a hobby it could be how you live your life and you know not everyone's going to have the luxury of being able to live their passion all the time or even find it but I think what it allows people to do is to remind themselves in those harder times, you know, why they're doing what they're doing and what they're, 
what brings joy to their life really exactly and it, it's really the the fuel in your belly that's connected to your passion that keeps you going and and that's why you do see so many people that are so passionate about their business or their purpose or their mission or their cause or their foundation or whatever it is that they're deeply passionate about or a mother that's so deeply passionate about her children and her family whatever it is for this person you know that's the thing that keeps them going when it does get tough when we have the challenges when we have obstacles in our way it's really that fire which which comes directly as a link from passion that allows you to to get through it and out to the other side. Mm. And what do you think are some of the things that stop people from finding their passion in the first place and, and then living it? Look, I think one of the biggest things is as a society, we've really disconnected ourselves from dreaming and we've really disconnected ourselves from our own power. You know, I, I really remember when I was 18, 19, 20, a lot of my work that I got to do internally was teaching myself how to dream again. Because even though I had a really supportive family, you know, I, I went into the standard system of going to school and working really hard and going to university and kind of following down that path. And I never really stopped as a 17, 18, 19, year old and ask myself, you know, what am I actually passionate about? What do I love? Like, how do I want to spend the rest of my life if I could do something that I love each and every single day? I wasn't asking myself those questions initially. And so I think so many of so many people in society are just brainwashed and disconnected from this. And, and the moment they start asking themselves some, some quality questions, we start seeing what's under the surface. Mm, absolutely. And also we are creatures of habit and sometimes those habits can mm -hmm. be of negative ones that we've just got into a rut of doing and we don't really question them and this can also be around our beliefs as well where we feel like we can't we can't be happy or we can't be good with money or we can't be able to lose weight or we can't quit smoking and or we can't find something outside of our job because we need the money and it's mm. all of these kind of things I suppose internalizing that, that stop you from even starting in the first place really Exactly, exactly. And, and yeah, so many people are just walking around disconnected from their power. You know, they've forgotten who they are. They've forgotten why they're here. And um, it's interesting when, when you start peeling back the layers of purpose and the layers of tapping back into the connection point of the power of who you actually are, it's not even like you're learning anything or discovering everything, but I really believe it's a process of remembrance and it's a process of remembering the truth of who you are because it's your soul, it's your truth is your essence right mm. are there any other sort of common things that you hear from people when you're coaching them or just speaking with them that that stop them from living their passion even if they found it yeah, definitely. I mean, environment can be a really big piece of this. Um, you know, if someone is is really doing the internal work and, and connecting with their soul and, and discovering their passion and then they start to, to go and live it, maybe they start to, to go to some personal development events to be empowered because it makes them feel great. Or maybe they start that new business or maybe they start speaking about the things that they really care about in the world. If their environment isn't in alignment with that, it can be really challenging for people because all of a sudden people can turn around and say, hey, you know, that's weird or that's crazy or who do you think you are and start to shut down that passion. And, I, you know, I tell people we literally are our environment and, and there's a mm. lot of conversation with this around money. You know, you are the sum of the five people that you hang around the most, but it's the true, it's, it's the truth with everything, right? You are the sum of all the people you hang around and how deeply they're living into their passion as well. So I think it's a great opportunity for people listening in to really look at their environment and, and, and kind of just take your pulse with it. Like, 
like, how are the people around me? Are they supporting me? Are they lifting me up? Are they fueling me living into my passion? Or are they actually maybe even shutting it down and taking me away from it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've talked about this a couple of times, but it's a bit like sometimes you do need to audit your friends, really. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes out of sentiment, people remain friends with people or they just sometimes like having them around because it actually makes them feel good about themselves. Whereas what you want to do is look at your friendships like as if they were jobs or if, you know, certain pillars within your life. I mean, you have a summer job for a certain amount of months because it's useful, mm -hmm. but then it, you don't need it anymore. And it's sometimes it's the same with friendship. And if someone's not giving you any value, then why are you giving them anything back? Exactly. Exactly. It's so true. And, you know, one of my early mentors said to me, you know, Regan, if, if you're the most successful person in the room with all your friends, if you're the most passionate person amongst all your friends, um, there's something wrong <laughs> because some yeah. of them will be looking up to you. Some of them will be not looking at you and some of them will be looking to pull you down. But you also need to be surrounded by people that are that next layer ahead that are living even deeper into their purpose and their passion that have peeled back more of the layers and, and a living in a in a bolder way um so that they can lift you up and inspire you as well you know you need to you need to have lots of different people around you yeah absolutely and it's sometimes just putting your pride aside and being like it's okay i'm going to spend time with different people that may mm -hmm. first of all feel like i'm intimidated by them but if i can look at it a different way they can inspire me rather than intimidate me and that's exactly kind of fire that you need within your belly to have those people around you that can ignite that that can create those kind of conversations and those those daily habits really um, exactly that you could that you can then start to live really yeah and look it can be really tough it can be really uncomfortable I, I remember a moment about 10 years ago where you know I, I really didn't know what my passion was and I had no idea really what I was going to do with my life but I wanted to find it out you know I was in a place of self-discovery even though I had no idea I was studying to be an architect at the time and and I was good at it but I didn't love it and so I was looking for answers and I ended up at a, a a personal development event and one of the speakers invited me to their speakers dinner and there were about 30 or 40 people in the room and I went along and in my eyes, they were all very successful. They were all very passionate. They were living these big lives. And, and I just wasn't at that time. And I remember there was a part of me that just wanted to run. Like I wanted to leave. I did not feel good enough. I did not feel like I fitted in. I did. I felt like I wasn't meant to be there, but something in me made me stay. And, and I, I remember I just said to myself, look, I'm just going to chat to these people and ask some questions, almost interview them and just figure out, you know, how have they got to live their most passionate life? And, um, I went, home later that night pretty confused because there wasn't one answer that I was getting. There wasn't one strategy <laughs> that they'd all done in order to create their best life ever, their version of it. And then I realized that they were all being a certain way and, and they had similar identities in the fact that their energy was confident and they were very positive people and their body language, you know, their shoulders were back and their chins were high and they, they were looking people in the eyes and they were connecting with people. And, and I thought to myself, well, maybe I'll just start to do some of that. And the more I did that, the more I stepped into my higher self or that version of me, the more I started unveiling the answers around why I was mm. really here because I was bringing a different version of myself into my life. So, I, yeah, environment was a really big piece for me, especially early on. Yeah, and you talk about like, the 80-20 rule around what mm -hmm. success is based upon, which I think is, is so true. And it also should give people inspiration and comfort, realizing particularly in this day and age that if you've got – a passion and you believe in something that the technology and the exposure is now available for you to be able to showcase that to other people 
Um, it's yeah. not like it was sort of 20 or 30 years ago where, you know, passion alone can be a great starting block. Obviously, there's still like hard work, there's work ethic and there's consistency. But I think that's, you know, you've got to have that. If you don't have that, you're going to start something with the wrong intentions and you're probably not going to be consistent with it or persist with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And there's really no excuse. You know, once you're passionate about something and you know what that is, you can you can literally get it out there online. Like you have the full support of the internet. There's there's so many tools and, and so much mm. technology to support us. And also with fueling your passion, you might say, well, I don't know any other people that are passionate about the same thing. Well, go online, get on YouTube, join a mastermind, join an online community, follow someone inspiring. You know, there's, there's so many ways that you can also, um, you know, fuel your passion in the process with mm. the internet and technology as well absolutely and, and if you can't find it create it because i'm sure there's exactly. probably plenty of other people in the world just waiting for that and they want want some that's that's how how everything starts really is someone exactly. you know if you want to be if you want to be the enigma and you want to be the leader then you've got to you've got to take the lead and start from somewhere really exactly yeah and on that topic obviously it's you know it's great for you to be able to find and live your passion but for example, if you are starting a business or, or whatever it may be, how do you get others to see and to buy into your passion? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think <laughs> once you've tapped into your passion and you know what it is, um, I really believe in business. Passion is one of the most inspiring things that you can bring to the table. You know, you can bring knowledge and you can bring education and you can bring strategy and, you know, three steps for someone to follow. But at the end of the day, when someone is speaking from their passion, when they're living from their passion, when they're authentically, rawly sharing their passion with the world, I don't know what it is, but people love people that are passionate, right? And sometimes it doesn't even mm. matter if someone shares the same passion. They they feel the fire in your soul. And what that does is that actually starts igniting other people's passions. So they might even start following you or investing with you or, or doing whatever it is that you're doing in the world. They'll, they'll want to be around you purely because you hold that passionate fire and you're actually becoming a permission slip in order for them to do the same. So yeah, I think something really magical happens when you fully step into your passion and you start sharing it it gives so many other people this um yeah this this like ignited kind of boost and, and they want to be around you even if it's just online mm. yeah and you've mentioned it there around the authentic authentic part um which is key you know particularly if you're going to go online and and that's why i think if you're not passionate about something it's going to show you're not going to be able mm-hmm. to be authentic about it because you're not truly going to be able to believe in it and exactly particularly in this day and age, people want to be able to buy into the person first of all before they buy into the products or the solution you're selling because you're more exposed, your personal brand is more exposed these days. And when you were talking about, um, you know, people might necessarily buy into what you do, but they buy into why you're doing it. I think of people like, for example, The Rock. I look at Dwayne Johnson Mm -hmm. and I think he kind of transcends being an actor or being a wrestler because of how he comes across and how he his personal brand is positioned is that people can buy into him because he can give them motivation or inspiration in a number of different ways because of how he, you know, for example, tours when he's releasing a new film or how he trains or something like that. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so true. And I think also, and and this is what I got from yourself when I, you know, stumbled across your um, Instagram profile, was looking through your website and, you know, reading the article on Forbes is, being able to tell your story, I think, is so important. 
of, of not it just is. the finished product, but the process behind it, because I think people are so fascinated by that. People buy into that a lot more and it's so much more memorable as well. Exactly. It is. Yeah. And look, people connect through story. They learn through story. And so, you know, if I, if I have an hour with someone, be it online or on stage, and I have some things to share with them and teach them, I would spend a good somewhere between 20 minutes to 40 to 45 minutes actually just telling stories um, because mm. that's how people love to connect. And that's so much more interesting and engaging for people um, rather than just telling them the lessons or telling them the, the strategy or write these three things down, whatever that is, you know, mm-hmm. because people like people like themselves. And if, if through your story and sharing your story, at some point you can hit points where you're relatable to someone, then all of a sudden you have a connection point and this person starts going, oh, like I feel their humanness. And that ultimately is what it's what everyone's craving right now. You know, this, this day of the, the perfect guru, like behind the white screen saying everything's scripted and amazing in order for you to learn this one thing or buy this one thing, it's dead and gone. You know, it's done. Like people, we've seen too much of it. And so what the world is craving now is authenticity. And if we can do that through authentically sharing our story, then we build these really strong connection points with people. Mm. I find, I find storytelling so fascinating. I mean, I've done, a recent podcast episode on it so i won't go into too much about it but I, like you say i think it's just because we're able to remember things like our favorite film when we were a kid we're able to remember our book or you know when friends tell us some gossip it's because of that story and that process we don't just want to see the end result we want to see how did someone get there because that's what we can learn from really um exactly and it, it's, it's kind of inspired me actually i'm going to I, I, well, I bought a new journal recently and i'm going to document my journey on instagram tv every day of what i'm going through what my morning and evening routine is because i think that's a great way to for me to hold myself accountable but also for people to get an insight into if they're interested in that kind of thing how they can do exactly. it as well yeah that's beautiful and the more that you can share real life stories in the moment in your life people love that as well you know and this is why things like um instagram tv and instagram stories and things like that are are doing so well um because it's it's almost like you're in someone's reality and so it's not even storytelling from a place of here's what used to happen or here's what i did five years ago it's like here's my story now right (laughs) and then all of a sudden people people are so engaged in the story that it feels so real to them and anything that it ignites in them becomes very real and present to them so yeah such a powerful tool Mm. and speaking of stories while we're on the topic what's your story of of how you got to to where you are today if you were to look back on the key kind of milestones yeah definitely I mean it was interesting if we're talking about passion when I was a a child you know everyone asks you what do you want to be when you grow up and I used to tell people I don't know (laughs) I used to say Mm. I'm not sure I I don't know I could do lots of things but I'm not really sure what I would want to spend my life doing so I never had this big dream as a child I always knew that I was meant to do big things in the world but I had no idea what they were and so I went down this path as I said of you know studying to be an architect and I was good at it but I I didn't love it. And there was actually um, one university lecturer that got us to picture our lives, you know, 20 years out as the future architect we were becoming. And I started doing that visualization process and I literally felt sick to the stomach of, of what I saw and the life that I was creating. And I knew in that moment that 
I wasn't meant to be living this life and there was something more for me. And so I made a decision to literally figure out why am I here and what am I meant to do on this planet? And I went to Dr. Google because Dr. Google has all the answers, obviously. <laughs> and I Googled, how do you quit your nine to five job? And then I Googled, how do you do, how do you create a life that you love? Right. And I was Googling these things and I came across an ebook, which threw me into the personal development world. And I went really, really, really deep um, on there. And at first I was, you know, looking very outside of myself for the answers. I was looking at all these different strategies just around how do I make money and, and not be in a job? How do I just create some financial freedom? That was really my first entry into that world. And it wasn't until I started looking at myself and looking at Hey, how do I actually connect with my soul? How do I rewire myself to succeed? How do I how do I shift my my mindset and my internal reality? It wasn't until I started going down that path that everything shifted. And so when I started doing that, I started actually seeing results in my life and I started peeling back the layers around um, some of the things that got to change in my life and people around me, you know, friends, people I was at university with at the time started noticing and, and they started coming to me and saying, Hey Regan, you know, how are you doing this? We're noticing things are shifting for you. What are you doing? I started telling them, I was like, look, start doing this and stop doing this. And, you know, similar to the conversation we've had today, so don't hang around these people anymore and instead start doing this. And, um, and it's funny because a month or two later, they started coming back to me and saying things like, Regan, thank you so much. You know, that thing you told me, I did it and it's completely changed my life. And it was in that moment that I first felt my real sense of purpose. And I realized that I, I was falling madly in love with actually helping someone shift their reality. And that for me, that was, that was my first true moment of passion where I really saw something in that, which I could create something more from. And so I went down a path of one-on-one coaching. I then layered that up into, you know, doing live events and seminars across Australia and New Zealand, hit a cap with that and, and maxed out that business model. And then I shifted online, which is the, you know, multiple seven figure business that you see today, which is, you know, run all around the world. And we have about 45 different online products and run live events and retreats and have a beautiful team. And so yeah, it was it was quite an evolution, but well, you know, all the success aside, the biggest thing for me always is how do I still do what I love each and every single day? How do I make sure that all the people around me are doing what they love each and every single day? And how do we always keep that in alignment? You know, those are always the mm. questions I'm asking myself. Yeah. And and on that, what what continues to inspire you then when you're thinking about, you know, continuing to evolve, I suppose, with not just what you're doing now, but what's what's next? Definitely. Well, for me, it's impact. You know, I I hit a place, it was probably about four or five years ago and I was actually in Bali at the time. And I, I remember it was the first moment in my life where it felt like everything was sorted. I paid off the debt I had extra cash flow coming in. I had savings in the bank. I had a, a great relationship. You know, every, everything seemed kind of sorted in my life. And I remember feeling so empty. And I remember thinking, mm. what else is there? Like, what's next? Like, I kind of just made it. I'm only 23, 24. Like, like what, what do I do now, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I really realized at the point in time that, okay, like, great, all this stuff's sorted, but now I get to create a bigger impact in the world. And when I started tapping into that and started asking myself, how many more people can I help? How many more lives can we touch? Then all of a sudden I started going off into this, this other huge place of exploration. And so that's still my 
focus right now? You know, every day I'm asking myself, how do I increase my impact, right? Of course, there's going to be financial stuff, which is a a reflection of that and, and so many beautiful things which come from that. But the biggest thing driving me is how do I touch more people? How do I inspire more people? How do I wake up more people? How do I get more people living into their purpose? Mm. Yeah. And is there any stories that you've heard back from these people that you've worked with, any ones in particular that stand out that remind you of why you're doing what you're doing? You know what? There's so many. There there really is. I could sit here all day and (laughs) share stories. (laughs) And it's funny because, you know, I have some really impressive stories around people that have made so much money doing what they love. And, and, and I could sit here and tell you that, but you know what? Some of the things which touched me the deepest, uh, I had little messages I get on Facebook where, where some lady will message me and she'll say, Hey, you know what? I've been following you for the last two years. I've watched every video. I've watched every live stream. I've read every post. And I just wanted to say, thank you. You know, yesterday I quit my nine to five job and I'm actually doing something which I love in the world right now. And you don't even know that you've helped me because I'm not even your client, but I just want to say thank you. And it's that stuff that, that mm. gets me. <laughs> I'm literally like, okay, cool. Like these people that I don't even realize that I'm helping, like, okay, this feels really good. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, I suppose it comes back to, you know, when we started talking about why it's important to find your passion and going beyond necessarily like how much money you can earn. But with that, it's a great example of someone who's clearly bought into your passion and it's inspired them and ignited their their kind of fire and their passion really to do what they want to do. Exactly. Exactly. And for me, there's there's no better feeling. There's no better no. feeling. Yeah. So I suppose, is there any other advice, Regan, not necessarily related to the topic we've been talking about today, but you would you'd want to share or that you, you share quite consistently? Uh, with the listeners to this podcast yeah what's what's coming to me is to share that it's really important to know that you can have it all in your life in whatever way that looks like for you so many people have beliefs or constructs in their internal world where they think well if I live into my passion and if I'm truly living into my purpose then there's got to be some sort of sacrifice somewhere in my life like for example I can't make the money I desire or I'm not going to have the lifestyle I want or I'm not going to be able to help people through my passion and there just is always a way you know, and there's so many people that even Oprah has a quote floating around online, which says, you know, you can have it all, but not at once. And, and I just, I disagree. You know, I really disagree. I believe you can have it all across the board in your life. And we're holistic beings. Like how we do one thing is how we do everything. And it's all linked. And if you choose to actually set the intention to, yeah, I'm going to go deeper into my purpose. I'm going to discover my purpose. I'm going to take my purpose to the next level and live a life of passion. Then I also get to live the rest of my life in full abundance in whatever way that looks like for you Mm, absolutely great great advice there and for people who want to um keep up to date and follow you regan for future posts and and look back at some of the stuff we talked about today how can they find you definitely so you can go to reganhillier.com or um just on social media all the social media is all under my name it's all under regan hillier so you can look me up on facebook or instagram or any of the platforms there youtube and um just reach out say hi you know i'm a real human i would love to hear from you i'd love to hear how you're living into your passion and let me know that you came from this show as well great well thank you so much regan for your time today it's been a real pleasure um we've been sharing your insights and also most importantly your stories as well thank you so much for having me chris it's been a great conversation 
you're very welcome and for the listeners thanks for tuning in to another episode of not another sales podcast hey people thanks for listening to another episode of not another sales podcast if you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts you can find me on instagram not another sales guy underscore in each of those words you can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast and also if you want to connect to me on linkedin i go by the name of chris hatfield so thanks again and stay tuned for another episode